Hi friends, welcome back to Boldly Created. We are so glad that you tuned in today and we are so glad to be back with you guys. Yes, it's been so long since we've done this, so be patient with us as we're trying to get back in the swing of things. We might be a little rusty, but we're so excited <laughs> to be back. And we're really excited about the topic for today, but we are going to jump in to a little recap of our summers. We haven't <laughs> talked in a hot minute, so we're really for excited, real. but we have some updates for you guys. So, Lily, how did your summer go? My summer went good. I didn't really do anything of note other than working and grinding, and that's about it. But I am so glad the fall is almost here, and our fall semester has started. So, what about yes. you, Addison? I like how you said of note. <laughs> yes. Um, for me, I just work with kids, so my patience was tested a lot but I loved every second of it. I love kiddos, always have, always will. Um, but I'm excited to be back up in the mountains and away from the city for a little bit and just trying to get in the routine of things that here at school. But we are going to jump into our topic. We yeah, are so yeah. excited. Um, I know we haven't talked in a while, but we are back fully. We're going to be coming back at you every week now. Um, we had some technical difficulties, and then the summer was just <laughs> crazy, so life happened. But yeah, yeah. we still feel like this calling is from the Lord, and we're going to continue with it. But today we are talking about who do you follow? Yes, such a good question <laughs> and topic. Yes, so I just feel like this is really heavy, especially with college students and young mm -hmm. adults. Um, we're in a world where there's so many things to follow and so many influencers to follow and so many social media platforms to follow and right. people fall on those. So sometimes we can get so stuck in that and just stuck in the kind of trap of like being so caught up with Kardashians or so caught mm. up with the TikTok influencers and we get sidetracked of like following the Lord first and foremost and keeping him first and him mm -hmm. first having our hearts. So we're just going to dive into that and just talk a little bit about how that pertains to Lily and I and maybe to you and we hope that you connect with this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so my first question is what do you think of when you think of the term who do you follow? I'd say the first thing that comes to mind is just social media because yeah. I mean we're following people on social media, we're unfollowing people on social media, and we just live in a social media era. So it's yeah. like in our face all the time. It's what about definitely you? social media driven mm -hmm. because even now, like you can attest to this, that social media is becoming a job for some people. Yes. And when it becomes a part of your payment, it becomes more crucial in your life. Yes. So therefore, the idea of following even becomes even more heavier. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it literally is becoming a job. Like, mm -hmm. I don't mean to share your business, but <laughs> if you want to kind of touch on that just a minute. Oh, yeah. Um. So over the summer, I, I guess you could say I've created content for about three years just for fun, but... Over this past summer, I had the opportunity to kind of make it my job. So, yeah, that is what's been happening <laughs> yeah. recently. So, like, she can really attest to this, and I mean, everyone can, but just when it becomes part mm -hmm. of your finances, I can't even imagine how much more it becomes a part of who you are, mm -hmm. because you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to delete social media for a little while, because it's literally your no. income. Right. So, for me, I can be like, yeah, I need a social media break, and take it, and mm -hmm. be okay, because one, I'm not over social media for boldly, I'm not over social media for anyone but myself. Right. So, like, I can take a break, no problem. How do you go from finding your identity in the Lord, mm -hmm. rather than finding your identity from the worldly things, such as social media and comments and likes? <laughs> <laughs> I think that... Obviously, you have to take everything on social media or really the internet as a whole with a grain of salt. Yeah. We, as Christians, you know, the Bible is what we look to and the Lord is what we look to and he's our solid rock that never changes. Mm -hmm. And when you place your identity in anything else other than that, you're going to be disappointed. You're going to, you know, just fall short. And there's, I guess, I am not a, like, scientific person, but there's so <laughs> many studies that have been done, like, the 
hormones and chemicals that are released in our brain when we see like somebody liked our post, somebody followed us, somebody shared our post or whatever. Like there's actual like things being released in our brain that like make us feel good. Yeah. And I think a lot of times that can be like the source of what's making you feel good and making you feel worthy or whatever it may be. But that is literally so fleeting. And honestly, why would you care about anybody else's opinion about you other than the Lord? Yeah. So it's like, why do we sometimes do that and place that above the Lord? Yeah. Two things from what you just said is one, I'm actually a marketing major (laughs) and I don't do social media because I just don't have that creative talent. But I like the research aspect of it. And my Mm. marketing professor was like, as a person, you're more inclined. Your focus is towards the screen. Mm-hmm. Like, if there's a screen in front of you, you're going to be looking at it. That's and crazy. that's why he doesn't allow, like, our phones or anything mm. or computers, and that makes sense. But the other thing that you're talking about made me think about, like, when you're on social media, in a way, if you're not careful, it's kind of like you're allowing and inviting the enemy in mm-hmm. because you have comparison. You right. have flaws that are coming to your head. You mm-hmm. have the wanting to be liked by everyone. Mm-hmm. You have all of these things that the enemy is going to put in your head that the Lord has already, you know, done. He says right. that you're loved. He says you are chosen. He mm-hmm. says you are unique. But the enemy says all the other things. Right. So when you're on social media and in that rabbit hole of like on this person's profile and you're mm-hmm. like, they had the perfect life. They had this. They had the boyfriend. They had the friends. Mm-hmm. That's the enemy. That's not the Lord. Right. That's right. when we're inviting the enemy in. Yeah. It's just, it can be the the enemy can use anything yeah. for bad and anything can be abused so of course he's going to use something that we like to use all the time to try to get to us mm-hmm. so yeah so a lot of what this came from for me at least was that i wrote a blog post a little while back i think this summer and the point of that blog was that it's crazy to me that we know so much about the celebrities that we look up to or the influencers mm-hmm. we look up to. And sometimes we know more about them than we do about the Lord. And that's just really hard for my heart to hear because I'm talking to myself. Right. And, like, the fact that I know all about these, like, reality TV show people and, like, all the things from social media. But sometimes I really struggle to find two words to describe the Lord's character. Yeah. And that should be my first priority. That should be who has my heart first. And mm-hmm. um, I'll, like, sometimes even choose that over my bible and it's just so hard because you have the phones that hold you know your alarm clock so like the first Mm -hmm. thing in the morning is what you should do is you should turn to the lord but ultimately as people who use our phones as our alarm clocks Mm -hmm. we grab our phone to turn it off and then we go on social media right that's in our hand (laughs) what starts our day right and that shouldn't be what starts our day because it starts it off you know salty yeah (laughs) and it's just hard because we are living in a generation that is so different than like our parents Mm -hmm. or our grandparents and it's just that's when I think discipline really comes into play. Yeah, self control. That you have, yeah, mm. when you have to have like those, not discipline, but self control as yeah. like fruit of the spirits to come into play, and even like the kindness is one of them. Like mm-hmm. having kindness for yourself as you're going about being on social media. Oh, because for if sure. you aren't being kind to yourself, you're gonna just fall into the enemy's trap. Exactly. Going back to what you said about how sometimes we. It seems like we know more about celebrities and people on TV than we do the Lord. And I think sometimes that struggle is rooted in the fact that, like, Jesus is not currently here with us Mm -hmm. on earth. We can't go to his Instagram page and look at his posts and what he's saying and things like that. Like, he, the Holy Spirit is here with us, but, I mean, there's not that visual aspect to it that social media has Mm -hmm. so much. Yeah. That's so true. And yeah. I, I literally, we've said this in the past, but I literally said this to someone today that I met. It's like the fact that you, like we can believe in the wind so easily 
and just not believe in the Lord so easily is crazy because we yes. see the effects of the wind. We also see the effects of the Lord because the Lord created the wind exactly. to make those effects. So exactly. it's just crazy. I know. I love the wind comparison. Like, how do you believe in the wind and not in the Lord? It's just a great question. Yes. So we're going to transition over to a book that we saw. We haven't read it, but we've read like the chapter summary and we just thought <laughs> those were so good. Yes. Um, and I also want to put this in preference before we jump into this is that the people that you're following on social media are not your Lord, mm-hmm. even if they're Christian influencers. Like I love Jackie Hill Perry. Mm-hmm. I love what she has to say. I think she's so like wise. I just think she's so full of the spirit. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you probably follow people like Sadie Robertson or Levi Lesko or there's so many people there. Yes. And that's awesome to a certain extent, but don't allow them to become your God. Right. And don't allow this podcast to become your God. Like, oh, well, we are no. here because <laughs> this is the Lord's podcast, exactly. but we are vessels. But don't allow anything that you're utilizing as a reference or a resource to become the word for you. Or Absolutely. the sole purpose of your belief, because that's not what it is. No. Um, Nothing is the living word except the living word. Yeah. And idolatry can literally be formed over anything even Mm -hmm. things that are good it's just the intention yeah behind it you know and I just wanted to bring that to light because we are going to talk about Sadie Robertson's book and her chapters and she's a really big influencer in this Mm -hmm. world and that's awesome I just want you to know that like take what we're saying with a grain of salt too like double check us go back for your own good and read the word and we're not going to falsely teach you but I'm just saying like yeah everything you hear take with a grain of salt because sometimes people mess up we're made of flesh we're made of flesh we are not Jesus. Um, but with that said, yes. that's a whole different story. Um, some of her chapters were saying stuff like how to go from like to loved. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important because that's a form of social media is that like mm-hmm. it literally you have likes and you have those comments and it's like you want to have comments by all your followers and be liked by all your followers mm-hmm. on the social media. And I think that's just important to talk about. So what do you take away from that? Yeah, well, I think that... <laughs> Social media has done a very good job of really trying to keep you coming back. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's how they make their money. So immediately when you say that, I think of how on Instagram, for example, the like button is a heart. It's a red heart. You double tap it, so it's a red heart. And that just in my mind correlates because it's like, it's almost like whether it's ill-intentioned or not, they want you to feel good about yourself when you're getting likes and things like that. But it's like... Not everybody receives the same amount of likes. Some people get millions of likes. Some people get three likes. And it's like, your worth is not defined by that. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't count on likes from other people to validate, like, how loved you are. Like, you yeah. are so loved by the Lord. Yeah. Even if you don't even have social media, that is completely out of the question. So yeah. it's just, we should look to him and not social media for love. Mm-hmm. That takes me back to the quote that we did on a truth mirror where it said, mm-hmm. Jesus will love you more in a lifetime than anyone here on earth will in a second. And yes. I think that's so important. And I mean, that's so true. Mm-hmm. Like no one can outdo Jesus' love for us. Oof, never. Because it goes back to Matthew when, when it's talking about Jesus' voice and it's talking about when the hired hand takes over the sheep and a wolf mm-hmm. comes and the hired hand please that's like the flesh Mm -hmm. like you can't rely on the flesh every day all day because that changes based on mood but you can rely on the heavenly father every day every minute because he's the same today tomorrow and forever amen another chapter that was um really beneficial to talk about was who is influencing you which Mm -hmm. is kind of what we've been talking about like it's kind of the same as who do you follow right um but it takes me back to like 
what's surrounding you is what's going to influence you. Like if you're surrounded by friends that are Christians who are walking the walk, like that's Mm -hmm. what you're going to be influenced by. But if you're surrounded by friends who are maybe doing the things of the world, you're going to be more of the world than of the word. And even if it's like not intentional too, Mm -hmm. like even those things can be so subconscious. Like you may be surrounded by like half followers of Christ and half, you know, just living for the world and you may think it's not impacting you, but it truly does when you step back and, and you're like, wow, what I'm around is truly like mm-hmm. influencing me. Yeah. Something else that comes to mind when we talk about this is that it's a saying we've said before and we'll say it again because it's so good, but you are the average of your five closest friends. Um, and that just go goes hand in hand with this because it's so true. Like I've been in positions where my five closest friends were not great and you know saw the harmful effects from that and then on the flip side had you know sisters in Christ as my five closest people Mm -hmm. um and it makes such a world of difference just in your daily life and they truly draw you closer to Jesus and you see the effects of that too so it's just something to keep in mind for sure yeah this is so random but I was just thinking about it as you were talking was that there's different types of celebrities that you can follow. And the mm-hmm. reason I'm saying that is because you have people like Addison Ray and China and McLean. Oh. Both, they're people. They're people that the Lord can utilize. Yeah. But when I think of China and McLean, I think of that video I shared with you of like why you have to tell people about hell and why you're talking right. about heaven mm-hmm. and what her influence is doing. Right. And then I see Addison Ray and see what her influence is doing mm-hmm. and how they are so much different from each other. What your um influenced by is what you're gonna seek what you're seeking is what you're gonna share what you're sharing mm-hmm. is what your truth is it's all a domino yeah. effect yeah and I mean it all starts with like if you're seeking the Lord or influenced by the Lord that's what you're gonna share right if you're not seeking the Lord then you're gonna seek you're the worldly not. things right. and be influenced by worldly things and share worldly things and I mean that's just something to think about is like it's so important to keep the Lord at the center of it all it affects everything else mm-hmm. <laughs> literally yeah all right, so I'm going to read um, some scripture because, you know, that's really good. <laughs> John 15, 18 through 19 says, If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I've chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. And I think that's important because, like, I've seen firsthand and been firsthand where you're on a college campus, you want to portray what you believe But then you get ridiculed for that kind of or like made fun of. And it's okay because, you know, they did it to him first. Mm -hmm. They did it to him first. He died on the cross for our sins and to allow us to not live a life where we can glorify him and spread his name. And it takes me back to I'm reading a book about evangelism right now. And today I actually was reading about it and it was talking about um, how they were shunned by people and that they were starving and that people were like so hungry that they were like, this is graphic, but like killing their families to eat Mm -hmm. them. And um, it took me back to where it says, if you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. Because at one point, it was saying that they thought that they would just turn to the enemy because they didn't have anything else Mm -hmm. to lose. Mm -hmm. And you have everything to lose when you do that because you're leaving an eternal God who loves you so, Mm -hmm. so much. And I just encourage you, like, if you're in that position right now, like, turn to somebody who is biblically sound and Mm -hmm. wants to give that advice to you and wants to do life with you and just talk you through and pray with you and um that was off topic but I just feel like that's really important no yeah it all goes back to the fact that like you cannot serve two masters at once yeah and the fact that like 
literally the world can be a master and obviously Jesus is the master. So it's like, if you were loved by the world, chances are, you know, you're obviously always loved by Jesus, but you're probably not living in the will that he has Mm -hmm. for you and vice versa. I mean, the world is not going to like you if you are you know, laser focused on the path that the Lord has for you. And it's much easier said than done to be like, yeah, I don't care who judges me. I don't care who talks about me behind my back. I'm going to live for Jesus. Because when you're in that moment, it is rough. When you were singled out and you were a only Christian, it is so hard. So, I mean, I'm talking to myself too. Like it's something that, you know, we can always work on as Christians. It's hard to boldly live out your faith. Boldly. (laughs) And I mean, this could go on for hours, this conversation, because like, I'm just going to say this really quickly before we like talk for another 15 minutes. But the reason behind the name is so much. Like we didn't just come up with it. But for me, it really means like you were boldly created. You were not quietly created. God boldly created you to do the task at hand that he, his last words, go out and therefore make disciples of all nations. Mm -hmm. He wants us to boldly proclaim his name and proclaim it to the, you know, end of the earth. Like that's what we're called to do. And it takes me into Jeremiah 1.5, where it says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Mm -hmm. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. And I think that is so, so, so important because he set you apart. He didn't just pick you. Like, you were set apart when you became a part of the Christian family. Right. Like, when you became, when you asked him into your heart, you were set apart. And that means to live of the word, not of the world. Exactly. All right. That is all for this week. We are so excited to be back. We're a little rusty, but hey, that's okay. That's life. That's life. Um, We're excited to close out this season and just get on the season four because there are so many fun things ahead. We have so many announcements for y'all that you guys don't even know about that have been a secret for like six months. We are so excited. We can't wait. So just stay tuned for that and we will talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, y'all, it's time for Flavor of the Week. So before we get started, I just have to say we have been adding up our Flavor of the Weeks like all summer long. So I don't know about you, Addison, but I literally have a list of Flavor of the Week songs to share. So this one that I'm going to share came out over the summer. So at the time, it was a brand new song. But, you know, now y'all probably know exactly what it is. But The song is called Sunday Sermons by Ann Wilson. Here is a sneak peek. So that is my flavor of the week, but what is yours, Addison? I have to say, when you said, hey, y'all, welcome to Flavor of the Week, it gave me so much happiness because we haven't done it in forever. I know. Like, we used to hear that every week, or I used to hear that every week, and now we haven't heard it in, what, like, three months? Long time. Too long. My Flavor of the Week is, it was a new one, but probably an old one now. It's Take It to Jesus by Anna Golden and Carrie Job. I literally, I love them. Here's a sneak peek. If you want to come, you can stay. That's my flavor of the week. So good. (laughs) Well, that's it for us this week. Stay tuned for next week and hope you'll have a great weekend. Bye. Bye.